Tuesday, February the 1st, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, UN Security Council discusses Ukraine and Downing Street Party report published. First, the world in brief. Russia's envoy to the UN accused America of, quote, whipping up hysteria over the Russian troop buildup near Ukraine at a heated Security Council meeting. America's representative had warned that, quote, none of us will be able to say we didn't see an invasion coming. America's Senate is close to finishing bipartisan legislation to impose sanctions on Russia, some of which could take effect even before an invasion. Meanwhile, Britain announced legislation to widen the range of sanctions it could apply to Russia if it attacks Ukraine. Sue Gray published a heavily redacted version of her report into 16 parties held in Downing Street and other government offices during the pandemic. The report described some of the behaviour at these soirees as, quote, difficult to justify and referred a number of events to the police. Detractors of Boris Johnson, Britain's Prime Minister, leapt on the report as further evidence he should resign. Myanmar's junta threatened to arrest people participating in a, quote, silent strike to mark the first anniversary of the coup on Tuesday. Activists have urged businesses to close and residents to stay indoors in protest. The generals warned people they would face long prison sentences should they participate in the strike businesses were threatened with asset seizures. President Joe Biden designated Qatar as a, quote, major non-NATO ally of America. Only 17 other countries have been granted that status, which will give Qatar greater access to technology and training from America's army. Qatar is also one of the world's largest suppliers of natural gas. The upgraded designation could reassure European countries concerned about natural gas shortages because of Russia's conflict with Ukraine. DM Association, a cryptocurrency initiative backed by Meta, formerly Facebook, said it was winding down. Once known as Libra, DM designed a stable coin backed by a basket of real-world currencies. However, it came under intense criticism from regulators over the security and reliability of its network. Stuart Levy, DM CEO, said it was clear, quote, that the project could not move ahead. Mexico's economy shrank by 0.1% in the fourth quarter of 2021, putting it in a technical recession, defined as two consecutive quarterly contractions. In the third quarter, GDP fell by 0.4%. Supply chain bottlenecks and high inflation took a toll in the second half of the year. GDP growth for all of 2021, however, was 5%. The IMF thinks that Mexico's economy will expand by 2.8% in 2022. Mali's junta gave the French ambassador 72 hours to leave the country after France's foreign minister, Jean-Yves Le Ryan, called its leaders, quote, out of control and, quote, illegitimate. Tensions between the two countries are high after the military-led government last month postponed promised elections until 2025. 
France is considering pulling troops, deployed as part of an anti-Jihad mission in the Sahel, out of Mali. And figure of the day. $145 billion. The estimated yearly investment required for the next three decades to decarbonize steel. This could push the cost of making the alloy up by 30%. And now, here's today's agenda. America's hiring problem. Workers for hire are a rare sight in America these days. In the last months of 2021, just seven were available for every 10 open jobs. Some tactics used by employers to counter the shortage are predictable. Wage bills have expanded as companies offer sign-on bonuses and higher base pay, and hiring criteria have been loosened. But employers are also trying more creative ideas. Where potential hires lack skills, they are increasingly offering in-house training or recruiting graduates of, quote, boot camps. Others are looking to improve objectively bad positions with low pay, unpredictable scheduling and little opportunity for growth by offering better conditions and more support. And if they still can't attract new workers, some companies are making do with fewer by trimming services or investing in automation. Even as labour costs have climbed, the upfront expense of automation has sunk. As robots take on the back-breaking tasks, workers can perform more skilled ones. What to expect from India's budget? The budget, due on Tuesday, will offer a glimpse into how South Asia's biggest economy plans to boost growth. Although India's GDP growth is expected to hit 9.2% in the financial year ending on March 31st, that largely reflects recovery from the COVID-battered previous year. Output has only just reached pre-pandemic levels. And with five state elections looming in February, economists expect Nirmala Sitaraman, the finance minister, to loosen the purse strings in order to help the ruling Bhatia Janata Party. Spending is expected to increase by 14% in the next fiscal year, much of it to finance big infrastructure projects. The government believes such investment is critical to India's economic expansion. It is aiming to almost double its GDP to $5 trillion by 2025. Yet India has other problems the budget should address. Unemployment is rising and inflation flaring. Regardless of its effectiveness, expect Indian investors to pass swift judgment. Most budgets trigger large movements in the stock market. Human rights in Egypt On Tuesday, one of Egypt's best-known political prisoners will at last go on trial. Patrick Zaki, a human rights researcher who was arrested in February 2020, faces charges including, quote, spreading false news for researching and writing on the country's minority groups. Mr. Zaki's case drew condemnation from Italy, where he had been studying before he was arrested. For Italians, his arrest was a stark reminder of the death of Giulio Regini, an Italian student murdered in Cairo in 2016. After international pressure from governments and human rights groups, 
authorities made the decision to release Mr Zaki from detention late last year, ahead of his trial. That was a minor victory for Egypt's increasingly embattled human rights groups. A number of prominent activists face unjust sentences as Abdel Fattah al-Sisi, Egypt's president, cracks down on dissent. Lacking the international support that Mr Zaki has received, they are unlikely to get even the temporary reprieve granted to him. Another Lunar New Year under COVID-19 For Chinese migrant workers, Spring Festival is a rare chance to leave the city and travel home. But this year will be a third in a row that China's zero-COVID policy will keep many from lighting firecrackers with loved ones in their ancestral villages. The Ministry of Transportation expects 1.2 billion trips to be made as revelers prepare to mark the Year of the Tiger. In 2019, that figure was 3 billion. A COVID app's approval is the very minimum needed to travel. But it is often not enough. Huge cities are locked down because of mere handfuls of cases and a tangle of travel restrictions and quarantine rules apply elsewhere. Some bosses offer to give, or withhold, bonuses depending on whether people stay at home or travel. Holidaying abroad has become impossible. Most Chinese support COVID regulations. But, as for a caged tiger, confinement is frustrating. Other lands 550 million years of life on Earth The past was once an enigma. Fossils and other remnants of ancient life were presumed to be the bones of monsters, the detritus of gods. But as these records were decoded, scientists could piece together ancient landscapes of the past. These discoveries are now the subject of Otherlands, an ambitious debut book by Thomas Halliday, a paleobiologist. Each chapter delves deeper into the past, vividly evoking the extinct ecosystems of, quote, a disappeared earth. Mr Halliday takes readers on a journey from the familiar to the bewilderingly strange. The book visits the steamy tropical jungle of Eocene Antarctica and the strange stars of the early Cambrian period. But it is not merely of historical interest. It brings to the present an urgent message from the past. Without, quote, sacrifice to tackle climate change, Mr Halliday writes, our world risks becoming, quote, another forgotten set of ecosystems. Winter Quiz Week 8 The battle with our baristas enters its final week. As in previous weeks, we'll serve you a new question each day. On Thursday, your challenge will be to give all four answers and tell us the connecting theme. Email your responses and include mention of your home city and country by 5pm GMT on Thursday to editor-espresso at economist.com. We'll pick randomly from those with the right answers and crown one winner per continent on Friday. Tuesday. What is the term given to the hard calcified deposits that can coat teeth? Finally, here's the quote of the day from Wiswala Szymborska, who died on this day in 2012. 
Any knowledge that doesn't lead to new questions quickly dies out. It fails to maintain the temperature required for sustaining life. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app, or by asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening. 